Hello, everyone. My name is Shar Pittman, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, Woman of Purpose. I hope this message empowers you to live your life of purpose. Enjoy the conversation. Hi, my name is Shar Pittman, and I want to welcome you to my first episode of Woman of Purpose podcast. I'm really excited that you're joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to talk about topics that are real to women. Topics that keep women from their purpose. And we want to take this opportunity to talk about the things that are going to help you um, overcome the things that are stopping you from your purpose. So the first topic that we have today is we're going to talk about insecurities. But before I do that, I want to introduce my beautiful panel of women. So starting over here is my friend Becky, who is uh, a dear friend and love her dearly. And she's been a really a real big influence in my life. And she's got a great testimony of how she's overcome some insecurities and uh, just life has kind of been her teacher, right, Becky? Yes. Yeah. And here is my friend, Wendy. She is a Christian counselor, not a Christian counselor. I am a counselor who's a Christian. That works too. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a licensed professional counselor um, with source services over in Shell Lake and an attendee here at World Harvest Church, Um, one of Shar Pittman's people that get to um, have your influence in my life. And that's amazing. Um, yeah. And I get to serve this wonderful church body and hang out with these girls. And I feel like we're just getting our coffee date, like videotape right. for right. future purposes. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And then here's beautiful Taylor. Well, I don't even know. Um, my name's Taylor. I am a human. <laughs> and I've been going to World Harvest for probably about eight years and I'm helping out at a ministry with um, videos. So yeah, and I love the Lord and have learned a lot just from following him. So yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to talk today about insecurities Mm -hmm. and I think it's a really uh, great first topic to talk Mm -hmm. about because I believe Mm -hmm. more than anything, women really struggle with uh, being insecure. And so just for fun, I looked up what the meaning of insecure means. And so I'm gonna just share that with you guys. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Insecure, insecurity is a person that is not confident, a person that is unsure or has a lot of anxiety about themselves. Feel familiar? Feeling of inadequacy and not being good enough. Isn't that huge? Mm -hmm. That's big, yeah. Um, So where do you think insecurities come from. Mm. I was thinking about that. I thought, you know, we were not born insecure. No, we are not. You know, when we were born, we were not born, you know, anxious. Right. Or not feeling good enough. Right. Could you read through that definition one more time? Because there's something in there that caught me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, A person that is not confident, Mm. a person that is unsure Mm -hmm. or very anxious about oneself. Mm. Right. So feeling, feeling of inadequacy and not mm-hmm. good enough. It's funny that one of the things that studies have shown that human beings find most attractive to relationship with another human being, not just male, female, is confidence. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that draws people to us is confidence. Um, and insecurities definitely hold us back from relationship. They hold us back from really testifying to what God has done in our life because we feel ashamed and disqualified. I think when we talk about the subject of insecurity, it's one of those little background topics 
that nobody really talks about. Yeah. But it's such a big stumbling block for most people. Most yeah. people, most people that come into my office or I have coffee dates with or mentor or in, are involved in their life in that way. One of the things we're always stumbling over is insecurities, um, which are kind of the root cause of a lot of anxiety. So it's it seems like it's a small little thing, but I would say it's one of the things that impacts our ability to create and sustain relationships and move in the way that God has us move right. in our lives. So it's not a small topic. Right. It's, a, it's a biggie it's a for really, your first really, podcast. Yeah, really Let's just bolt topic. out those doors, girl. <laughs> Big, brave, bold, do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So Taylor, have being how old are you? Twenty five. Twenty six. Twenty six now. Mm-hmm. That's right. You just had a birthday. I did. I have to get um, health insurance. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. your age. What are some things that um, you're insecure about, and things that I know that you you've come a long ways. And so, what are some things that you have dealt with, and how have you? Because the goal is uh, tools to. Um, not be insecure. Mm-hmm. So what are some yeah. things that you've maybe used for tools and just a little bit of your story? Yeah, well, kind of going back on the first question to like support this one, I think insecurities come from our beliefs. And mm-hmm. I think they start from people doing stuff and then off of that, mm-hmm. we form a belief that solidifies because insecurities mm-hmm. are beliefs and insecurities are also beliefs, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that's kind of where it starts, but things that I've been insecure about, um, a lot of things like my looks, I'm 5'1 and look very young and I've heard that <laughs> my whole life. Um, and I appreciate that, that when She will appreciate yeah, it when right? she's 15. So I think when you're a young woman, looks are definitely one of them because that's kind of the first thing people notice about you. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh wow, look at their heart because they can't see your heart. Um, So, and then also relationships, um, not necessarily romantic, just friendships in general, just like, you know, feeling insecure in my place in those and, um, you know, just having, having like them go wrong sometimes. And then you're like, wow, I'm the common denominator. How do I like operate? And so, and then, yeah, also I'm a perfectionist. So my performance, like not always feeling secure about what I can bring to the table or how I can do it well. Um, and then just ways that I've tried to become secure. I mm. mean, that's like such a journey. I was talking to somebody today and honestly, so often we go around us to find security and affirm us. But honestly, most of the work I believe probably 90, 95% is all within us. and it goes back to that belief thing of I really need to know what I believe because when I'm insecure, somebody's poking something in me and I'm like, ooh, that's like confirming and affirming a belief I have, whether it's good or bad. And so I think what helps me is if somebody, you know, pokes something and I have a negative response asking myself, what did they just poke? And what am I believing like from that thing that they poked? And once you can kind of get to the root of that thing that they poked, you can start to see like, oh, that is not God. That is not truth. That's not what he says about me. The Bible can really give us truth to attack that stuff with and be like, that is not my inheritance. So why am I entertaining it? So I would say just getting to the source of the belief um, and doing the internal work. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, (laughs) I think 
that's the first thing that comes to my brain. And then also, like, if you have insecurities, I think it's important to have safe relationships that even though it's coming from a place of I'm insecure, having that safety with a person to kind of talk some of that out. Right. And they can either be like, you know, I see what you're saying, but that's just not true. Or they can affirm you and be, you know, and so safe people mm -hmm. also help, but they can't be the source. Mm -hmm. So I love that you were talking about belief. It's what mm -hmm. you believe. Mm -hmm. I believe 90% of women believe a lie. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and that lie, mm -hmm. the more that we believe it, the more it really becomes truth to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And so then it's like, mm -hmm. that's why we need women in our life to tell us, no, that is a lie. Right. This is the truth. Right. And somebody that we can be. Yes, we do have the word of God and that is amazing and it does, but we also need that, the, you know, added mm -hmm. of women mm -hmm. in our life to just say, it, you right. know, no, that's not, that's not the truth. You know, we all deal. And, and it's interesting because I believe that we deal with the insecurity usually after something that we've done that was purposeful. You know, sure. so it, all of it is, it's like we're all designed for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And women are not just moms, mm -hmm. and they're not, I always say this to women it's like being a mom or a wife, you will someday, is not your purpose. It is a duty and it's something we get to do. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put the mom and, and wife thing off the table as being a purpose. Our, there's something greater. Mm -hmm. And insecurities stop mm -hmm. us from. The greater right. you know right. so I, I love that you were saying that that taylor is that it's it's when if you feel insecure you're believing a, you're really believing a lie mm -hmm. right and what is that lie that you're believing is to find out what is the lie mm -hmm. and then what is the truth yeah and we have to speak with our mouth what the truth is right mm -hmm. and you know i i think in having 30 years worth of conversations with people i'm old a lot older than you tay um <laughs> One of the things I find is that most of the time those insecurities or those that that negative thinking was implanted in their brain when they were so young that it became a root that they grew around. And the lie the lies in our head are often the most negative voice we've heard in our life. So sometimes that's an overly critical parent. Maybe that's being bullied when you're a kid. Um, we can have we can have a childhood experience that gives us a hundred right. things that are amazing about you. Yeah. But what people tend to remember are the two or three things that people said that were critical. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of, that focuses back on the power of words and how yeah. mm -hmm. words create those thoughts in our mind and they become the truth that we believe yeah. until we really see, oh, that's the root. One of the things I like to ask people most often is, um, what is the loudest voice in your head? And it's usually the most abusive person they've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And I talk to them about the power they are giving that person mm -hmm. who they haven't oftentimes seen yeah. for 20 or 30 years, but that power, that power that they've given that person to continue to influence yeah. um, the way that they think about themselves, the way that they approach the world for 30 years. And I can guarantee you that most of the time that, that person, that person that bullied you when you were 13 or that aunt that was unkind yeah. or that parent that you had that just kind of spewed critical negative thinking, they're not even thinking about it anymore. Yeah. And you've, so you've taken that lie and said, that's my, that's who I am. That's my identity. I'm stupid. Mm 
I can't do things. I'm I'm not pretty. I I'm I look like a a child. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And for every one of those people that have ever told you that, Taylor, I'm sure you've had 50 that have told you you're beautiful. But that's the thing we hold on to. Yeah. And yeah. those are the things that God really wants to take those roots and be like, no, no, listen to yeah. who I say you are. You know, and it's not mm -hmm. even direct comments. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes you know, it's not. It's usually the indirect comments. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the feeling that is in an environment like myself growing up in an alcoholic home where your dad's an alcoholic and things are so... Um, unsure yeah you don't you know there's there's no safety there's no security and you don't know and as mm -hmm. a kid you don't you you don't know how to feel right so you automatically feel insecure like it's something's wrong with me mm -hmm. because this is going on in the home right and it's it's sounds ridiculous now but that really is as a kid that becomes your truth and so then everything and insecurities affect the choices we make it does unfortunately yeah. mm -hmm. and it being insecure you know we make choices a lot of the times that are not very healthy for us right mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. we but, really do interpret the world in the way in which the people who were interpreting it for us when we were very young taught us yeah. Yeah. if you had parents that taught you that the world's amazing go conquer it you're great have a good time yeah. that is how we approach the world yeah. but if we have parents that are critical or abusive or unkind yeah. or absent yeah. we approach the world like it's unpredictable and unsafe yeah. and i think that people don't spend enough time reflecting on the root of insecurity you know where did that germinate from like where did that come from and oftentimes it's just in that base interpretation mm -hmm. that you're bad you do things right. bad you're the problem you're the cause of dad's explosions yeah. you just be quiet and everything's going to be okay approaching people like how how can i see what's going on with you so i can morph my behavior to not have a negative response out of you yeah. you know so with mm -hmm. with that behavior mm -hmm. so what are what do you guys think are behaviors of someone that is insecure Ooh, it's a good one well i think hurt people hurt people yeah. mm -hmm. you know and if you're insecure mm -hmm. you're gonna play to the insecurities of others and hurt them with words yeah. you know and it doesn't even have to be really mean words yeah if my if i know that your your insecurity is that you look young then i might because i'm insecure i might play to your insecurity, you know, yeah. where words are so important. Yeah. What we say yeah. really, really matters. And I wish I knew that, you know, 20 yeah. years ago or right. 15 right. years ago, right. you know, that some things that are said, yeah. you know, cause it's like words hurt worse than, I, than being hit. That's yeah. true. You know? True. And yeah, you just, mm -hmm. yeah. Physical abuse is oftentimes easier to get over than emotional mm -hmm. abuse because emotional abuse and verbal abuse, we look at that and say, well, maybe that's true. We mm -hmm. all agree that physical abuse, hitting someone is wrong. Right. We all agree that. Right. But when it comes to emotional abuse, we think, okay, well, maybe I did deserve that. Maybe those words are true. Mm -hmm. yeah. But to your question, I think the root of insecurity comes out with people in a lot of different ways. One, a very critical mindset, because mm -hmm. when, you're, when you feel insecure, one of the things that people do is they try to have other make other people feel insecure so that they can mm -hmm. feel more secure. And I oftentimes see that in couples or marriage counseling when um, 
people feel insecure, they're hurting each other to say, I don't feel like I'm good enough for you. Yeah. So I'm going to try to make you feel worse about yourself yeah. so that I feel like I deserve you yeah. and yeah. that you'll stay with me. I have to erode yeah. your confidence, right? Yeah. That's so true. That yeah. is so true. So true. And being passive aggressive, people yeah. who are insecure are passive aggressive instead of directly yeah. confrontational. Yeah. And, and confrontation is not a bad thing. Confrontation clears the air, you know, mm -hmm. but um, it, people are passive aggressive because they don't have the confidence to go yeah. to somebody and say, ooh, yeah. that really doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, people who are insecure are often people pleasers. Mm -hmm. I have to make you happy. Yeah. Um, people who have uh, insecurities are reluctant to ask other people for help. They are reluctant to um, take ownership for their faulty behaviors because they feel like I am not worthy of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. If I say the truth, the relationship will not be will not withstand. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes they don't say the truth. Yeah. You know, yeah. they they have a, a fear of being judged by other people. So they don't fully shine mm -hmm. out in God's life. I think for me, that's one of the things I've really had to learn how to do and be is I fear being judged by other people as, as a woman in, in a leadership right. role within the church or influence, I guess, yeah. in, within yeah. the church. Um, being a kind of louder woman, I guess. Um, bold. Being, let's bold. use the word bold. Okay, bold. I'll take bold. Beautifully bold. Beautifully bold is what yeah. Wendy right. is. Beautifully yeah. bold. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but as a, here's, a, here's a good example. As a young child, I was often criticized by teachers and other people for being too loud, too talky, too talking. If I Your could report like, card talks too much. It did for real. And so I grew up with this paranoia yeah. in deep insecurity yeah. of talking too much that I will say has affected so many of my relationships yeah. to the point where I've had friends that have said, Wendy, if you're talking too much, we'll tell you. Otherwise, we love all of your words. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I, I really kind of want to call yeah. my fourth grade teacher and say, uh, what do you think I do for a living now? Like, <laughs> I have conversations with people, the girl who talked too much in class. That's, you know? that's good. That's I would good. say an insecurity for me also is, is being a woman who has experienced divorce in the church. That's a place of real judgment for yeah. people and um, oftentimes makes me struggle with feeling disqualified, mm -hmm. um, yeah. disqualified to talk into other people's lives. Yeah. And that's yeah. um, when you feel like when you feel that way, you can almost question God's calling on your life yeah. to be purposeful, to yeah. be purposeful, mm -hmm. right. because why me? Right. I'm so broken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've made so many mistakes. Why me? Yeah. You know, and it holds women back it sure does. from walking yeah, into their purpose. It really, um, it really does keep us from moving fully in, in yeah. God's work in our life. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just going to say, I think like a fruit of being in, what was the question again? Yeah. Well, I'm going to answer the question because I think anyway, um, but just not bringing your full authentic self mm -hmm. to the table. And Wendy kind of touched on that. But I think some people, you know, their insecurity drives them into people to find security. And other people's security almost forces them to go inward and hide mm -hmm. because you're not sure of what you bring to the table or you don't want to take up space. I know for me, it's like, I don't want to take up space in the room. Like you enter a room and you just want to be invisible. And so I think for me, 
it's been really just like, Taylor, you can show up in the world. You can take up space. You can breathe mm. the air. You yeah. can say things and it's valuable, you know, and um, just an example, like a practical example is I'm like kind of a quirky person and mm -hmm. a little weird. And I used to just have this voice playing in my head if I was because I think I had a lot of energy as a child, according to my she mother, did have but, those report cards that said yeah. she talked a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I got kind of quiet in that. And anytime I would become like kind of weird or do something weird, I had this voice in my head of like, don't do that. That's so weird. Why did you just do that? Mm -hmm. And then I would go inward again. And I'm like, oh, don't do that, Taylor. And I remember going to worship school and these people didn't know me. And so like my weird self started coming out and they started accepting it. And I was like, I can be myself and it can be accepted. But in high school, I just didn't even know I had tailored. And it's funny because my name is Taylor and I'm pretty good at tailoring. <laughs> um, not clothing, but my personality. <laughs> but um, I had just tailored myself into this image of what I thought everybody wanted me to be. Yeah. And I remember there was a moment where it was kind of, like the Holy Spirit trying to show me I was wearing a mask and I just had no idea. Mm -hmm. I got so good at practicing who I thought I should be, but that's so exhausting, yeah. you know? It's mm -hmm. literally exhausting to maintain someone that is not who you are. Mm -hmm. And so the more comfortable I got with just being my weird self, being my, I'm gonna share this self, being my deep self, like all of that, um, I just started showing up more and started speaking more. Yeah. And, but it wasn't until I got into safe environments where people were like, we want to hear what you have to say, yeah. you know? And so, um, and it's less exhausting being your authentic self. It sure <laughs> I'm is. I'm just going to say. For yeah. sure. Because it, it is, it's like insecure people. Like you said, you were talking about tailoring yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like that role of the chameleon, mm -hmm. you know, where that's how mm -hmm. I lived is being to certain people growing up in an alcoholic home you know, you were one way at home, but then when you were with other people, you had to try to be to them what they needed. So you'd be acceptance mm -hmm. so that you could mm -hmm. be accepted so that I could at least have a friend here. Well, then you do it with this person to be this and then this person to be that. Mm -hmm. It is exhausting. And then yeah. you really forget who you are. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's yeah. why I think, you know, part of my heart is this, this, I'm, I'm so passionate about identity and like, a, for, mm -hmm. especially for women to really honestly know who they are because when you grow up not knowing who you are growing up trying to be certain things i remember working at the dairy queen one time and I, yeah i worked at dairy queen i love that you it worked at dairy yeah, queen worked at a pizza place and then worked at dairy queen Yay. and this guy came through the drive-thru and he looks at me and he says you must be frank's daughter because you look like him and then that was like because my dad and i didn't have a very good relationship because you know he didn't know how to be dad but anyways I was, it, it like marked me. I was like, I look like my dad. And then yeah. people would tell me I acted like my dad. <gasps> and it was just like, okay, what? So then I worked harder to, to not, mm -hmm. which in turn, yeah. you know, brought so much confusion because mm -hmm. I just walked, I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. And so it's when the Lord started really speaking to me about, you know, true identity and like knowing who you are, it was like, wait a minute, what? And it really did something to me. And that's why it's so, a woman cannot fulfill her purpose until she knows truly who she is yeah. and not being ashamed of the quirkiness. Right. It's not even, it's called unique. Yeah. We're all unique. Every single mm -hmm. one of us. Mm -hmm. Imagine us all being the same. How right. boring 
that would be oh, yeah. it would be so boring it's it's like we bring something to our sphere of influence mm -hmm. that somebody else doesn't bring mm -hmm. and so it's learning that having having insecurity it's like okay you know what it's okay to be insecure mm -hmm. but it's not okay to stay insecure mm -hmm. right so we find it why you know where did it come from most of it like you said when it comes mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. childhood mm -hmm. unfortunately yeah. or school you know i remember you know mm -hmm. teachers you know mm -hmm. it's just like good lord you know right. you can barely remember the good you remember all of the you can't even remember where you're standing right you know what i mean yeah. when somebody says something to you right. so i think it's just really important that we we recognize yeah why am i acting the way i'm acting because i'm insecure where did yeah. it come from and then deal with that. Right. And then what isn't, am I gonna do different? Isn't that such a trick of Satan to have us remember all the bad things that people tell us, but not the good mm -hmm. things? Yeah. And we meditate yeah. on those bad things, right? Yeah. I, I, it hit me a couple of years ago, probably 10 years ago now, good grief. Um, just like a lightning bolt that, that God made me exactly the way I am and he did not make me a mistake. Mm -hmm. He put knit me together yeah. in my mama's womb yeah. for his purposes and the way that he made me is for his purpose. And I've told that to so many people that when we look at God and say, you made me wrong, yeah. right? We're almost, we're looking at the God of the universe and saying, hey, yeah. you, you got me wrong, you made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't ever want to do that, right? right? I, I always want to walk out in the boldness of who God created me to be, but that has been, um, been really difficult a lot of times in my life to well, do that. The opposite of insecure, I mean, the definition of insecurity mm -hmm. is not being confident. Right. So when we have a hard time being confident is because we're insecure. Yeah. Right. But being confident is like being sure. And I love when I see somebody that's confident, especially a woman that's confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It like makes it's like first thing is, is I want to be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to I want to be like that. And and I think a, a confident woman is someone that that faces the insecurity mm -hmm. and that like we talked about earlier, that will find the people her people that can be around and we talk about tribes, mm -hmm. how important mm -hmm. it is to have community and tribes yeah. that right. will. But what we do is we gravitate to um, the, uh, the what's familiar. So mm -hmm. insecure people attract insecure people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you start feeding off of that and mm -hmm. then you just get in your pit together. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's mm -hmm. to say, I don't want to be that. It's find the ones that are going to kind of shake you and say, okay, knock it off. Yeah. Right. You know, we want to hear the hard things talking mm -hmm. about authentic and real mm -hmm. is and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's the world needs, people need us to be authentic, real, and vulnerable. Yeah, and I think true. there's such a uniqueness to the world of women in some ways. I, I just think that this is a way that all women can relate is when when women, insecure women get together with other insecure women, what they what they do is they they tear apart and drag down the confident women. Yeah. And true. Um because they will pick out the things that says, oh but she does. Mm, but you mm. know um, instead of women really accepting yeah. each other and, yeah. and trying to say, I'm going to love all the pieces yeah. of you and I want to 
um, be challenged by you. That yeah. iron sharpens iron, you know, yeah. like I want to be challenged by you and I'm going to grow by you. Yeah. I want to, I want to have those experiences, but that's that whole catty women thing. Oh yeah. And it's just, it really tears down the community of women. Yeah. Like if you find yeah. yourself, I'm going to look in the camera. If you find yourself <laughs> being one of those, those catty yeah. women that really just want to look at another woman and pick her apart, please mm -hmm. stop. Women get that enough yeah. in just about all facets of our life, social media, mm -hmm beauty standards, yeah. mother's standards, yeah. wife standards, yeah. all the standards, yeah. you know, yeah. and none of us are meeting all the standards. Yeah. FYI. Mm -hmm. That's actually something that I've like dedicated myself to doing mm -hmm. because years ago I had met this person and in my brain I was like, I don't like this person. <laughs> and I'm like, why? I don't even know them. But I realized it's it was because they were confident. Mm -hmm. And their confidence exposed my lack of confidence. Yeah, and I knew it was a me thing where I was like, this person's awesome and I need to figure my junk out. Mm -hmm. But like, I, it was good for me because I was like, I never want to be that woman that when I feel exposed in my, my insecurities, I'm going to tear them down. Right. So it almost challenges me to be more, like more kind, yeah. more you go girl, more yeah. whatever yeah. it may be. And now when I'm around this person, I, I love them, but it's because my confidence has has been stronger. So I can be around them and be like, no, this is a really great quality about them. And it's something that I need to, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. like you said, we can, we do gravitate towards people that are like on similar levels, but we mm -hmm. need women that are going to pull us up. up. We need strong yeah. women that are going to call things out and not even just call out like who you are now, but call out who you will be, right. you know, exactly. and be prophetic about it. Like, yeah. no, I see who you are from the Holy Spirit's eyes and I'm not going to let you live any less than that. Right. And so we need to be women that affirm and that build up and we need to um, surround ourselves with those women yeah. and just challenge ourselves to, yeah, just if you feel something, do the opposite. Be exactly. like, okay. That's what I, I was talking with somebody yesterday and we were talking about um, about kind of the same thing about, you know, somebody in your life, maybe that kind of is that, you know, where you 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 kind of judge or maybe they're insecure mm -hmm. and you feel that insecurity. It's like, and, and to stop you from being offended, it's like on purpose, start speaking the positive things in them mm -hmm. on purpose, right. you know, send them, you know, send them a message that's encouraging or send them a card or, you know, buy them candy or do mm -hmm. something because what it's doing, it goes against what you, you really want to do mm -hmm. is like, say, good Lord, get over it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But it's like for me, because I can't help them, which is what women love to do is try to fix things and mm -hmm. we can't, mm -hmm. or try to, you know, in our own way, you know, show them that they're being immature. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing that, like you did, Taylor, is like you on purpose said, I'm going to, I'm going to find that thing in them that I can say to myself mm -hmm. so that I will like them. Yeah. It's not that right. you didn't like them. It's what you saw in them. I that confidence like is exactly from, yeah, because mm -hmm. it was bringing out that insecurity. But if we, if we were to take a different perspective on that mm -hmm. as women and say, okay, wait a minute, why am I feeling like this? Mm -hmm. Because 90% of the time it's not the person it's not the person's actions. It's what's mm -hmm. inside of me mm -hmm. that comes out when that person is acting a certain way. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's that I believe is the beauty of God saying, hey, you're better than that. Mm -hmm. This is going to stop you from being that woman of purpose. Mm -hmm. This is going to stop you from being that, that strong mother, that strong wife, mm 
that yeah. strong woman of the influence that you're in. Mm -hmm. And so I want to get that out of you. Yeah. And so that's, I believe, why we have those things that come up with people. Mm -hmm. But we need to take our ownership and say, oh, no, yeah. I'm going to not allow that. And I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak something right. positive. I'm going to do something that is going to, you know, um, I'm going to get them flowers. I'm going to get them coffee. I'm going to, you know, so you can get rid of that stuff inside of yourself. I'm so glad you joined us today. Please subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check us out on social media and stay tuned for our next episode.